This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Jesus' name. Joel chapter 2, quickly. Joel. The book of Joel is in the Old Testament. And if you're here, you don't carry your Bible, that's very wrong. The Word of God is a light and a lamp to our feet. It's the constitution of God. The Word of God is the mind of God. When you are saying, God, speak to me, God said, I've spoken to you. He said, how? The Word. Whatever any prophet, any pastor, apostle, teacher, preacher, evangelist, is ever saying to you that does not agree with the word of God, let that person be a cause. So you must know the word of God in your fingertips. How can you even pray? God praying, I say, you pray and receive not because you pray and miss. What does it mean to pray and miss? You pray based on condition. You pray based on your emotion. You don't pray the word of God. Praying the word of God is to present God's word to him. That was what saved Hezekiah now, where they have been condemned to die. He said, God, what did you say? This is, did he not say whatever a man saw he should reap? This is what I've done. I need to reap life. God gave him 15 more years. So if he didn't know the word of God, it's like he would have died before his time. So we are here not just for you to fill up this space. We are not here because uh, we have nowhere to stay. We came to learn. And you got to fill up your spirit on a daily basis with as much word of God as possible. Especially the time that we are because the enemy takes advantage of the vulnerability of men, of the pain in the society. And for information, it is not only in Nigeria. It's a global thing. It's a global thing. It's a global. The difference between our own is we have insincere leaders, people who are selfish. That's the problem we have. But when you talk about Ghana having their own nations of the world are having their own, it's a shaking. It is called season. It is called the time of Jacob's trouble. They will come, but they will go. But not like we acquiring it ourselves. We cost it by ourselves. Our inordinate ambitions of our leaders. That's the difference between ours and other nations of the world. So, but where we are is not strange to us as Christians. And so I'm here to remind you to return God's word to you. I'm here to let you know what the mind of God is in a time and situation like this. Did, uh, Joel chapter 2, quickly. Can we look at verse tw 21? Joel 2 and 21. Joel chapter 2 and 21, verse. Fear not, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Did you receive that? There is no prophecy that is higher than this. By two immutable things, God cannot lie. By his word and by his name. If God says it, believe it. Keep believing it. Keep believing it until it becomes your part of your life. And then you begin to experience. In a time like this, fear is everywhere. Some people are like, where will the next food come from? Where will I be able to pay my bills, my rent? How will this happen? 
That's the tricks of the enemy right from time. The old tricks of that devil. And that's fear. A planned fear. And I told you that fear is the dark room where negative things are produced. Every time fear takes over the heart of a man, when I say man, male or female, the next thing, it begins to give birth, generate negative things. But we know that Jesus has conquered fear. Through his blood, he has conquered fear. And so to Nigerians, to Vimites, to faithful believers, I say to you by the word of God in Joel chapter number 2 and verse 21, fear not. It says fear not. Oh, you didn't hear me. I say fear not. Oh, Vimite, fear not. In the place of fear, put on rejoicing heart. Right from even when I before I became a pastor, I have always known that Worries does not solve problem. I've known that I don't need any prophet to tell me that. It rather will worsen your condition and your situation. Worry can never help you out of where you are. So when issue appears before you, the best thing you will do, like David, do you run to God? What do I do? God will guide you through his word or through the people that he has kept to preserve over you of what to do. Then you begin to walk your way through it. Sitting at ease in Zion, complaining, lamenting, will never solve any problem. You'll become more confused. So rather, rejoice. That's what the Bible said. Rejoice in the Lord. Fear not, O land, O Vimite, O Nigerian. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things things. For the Lord, not me, for the Lord, not the president, for the Lord, the one that will believe will do a great things. You see, the thing with us is that, you know, I just look at human being, I, I, I'm just amazed. Today, the Lord, oh, come and join me, sing hallelujah. When that face just passed, suddenly another scene set up. You become a different person entirely. It was the same Israelite who sang, led by Moses when they crossed the Red Sea, when God conquered Pharaoh and his army. He said, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has done greatly and triumphed over the Pharaohs and his horses. The same people. It didn't take time. They said, Let's go back to Egypt. It's better we'll have died there. He brought us here to kill us from the same mouth. God do not like to walk with people like that. Some of you say, oh, I am human. Every day you are human. And yet your whole Bible, you are not transformed. You are created a human, but by the word of God, you have been transformed from a natural man to a man of the spirit who do no longer walk by sight. If you walk by sight and you hear that the bag of rice is 84,000 or 85 and your salary is 50,000, are you supposed to wake up the next day? You cannot wake up the next day. So, but we don't walk by sight. 
even before we got to this situation, I have always told us that nobody survives by he, what he aims. Nobody can even survive by what he aims. It doesn't matter how much you aim in life. There's a sickness that will hit you. It will not last one month. It won't last one month. So it's not about the food alone. There are a whole lot of things that kept a man going. Man must not live by bread alone. Did you read that in the Word of God or not? Yeah. And so it's not. There are some people today, this is after seven, they have only eaten once. And they are fine. They are good. They are good. They are not fasting. But for whatever, some people, they have eaten five times, and it looks like they have not eaten. You're already in trouble. You have a big problem. You have eaten five times. It doesn't look like you are eating. You are in trouble. I think you should start crying over the increase in rice. Sincerely, some people, the only ones, because they have conditioned their life and their mind. What they are looking at is not food. Because some people, they, as we are talking now, they are already planning what their dinner will be. As we are talking now, they already their mind is in, at the dinner. Some people just live to eat. Why some live for vision? I told the story of a man who the guy can read. The man is so committed to his literature, what he does. He was reading since morning. The wife brought food, kept his food before him. He was so engrossed by what he was doing that his friend came, greeted him. He didn't hear. The friend finished eating the food. He still did not know. When he now turned to eat, he now saw the other. Oh, say, I'm, ah, I, I've forgotten that I've eaten. He said he forgot that he has eaten. He continued again by what he's doing. He continued by what these are people who bury themselves. So if you live your, your life, you are just finishing breakfast, you're already arranging for lunch. You are finishing lunch, you are arranging for dinner. You are already in trouble as far as the economy of this world is concerned. Why some persons, like I can tell you, one or two people are here who I believe are just eating once, but they are cool. They are cool. So it means that they are not living their life after what they will eat. So they are driven by their... What they have not accomplished is, is what they are pursuing in life. But where the treasure of a man is. So where also the man's vision is, that will determine the amount of food he eats in a day. So for those of you that fly, whenever you fly business class or economy, uh, first class, you try and see those who sit there. They rarely eat. They'll give them the whole world. They will not eat the whole world. Why the man in the economy will want to eat the whole world? You give him a little, he want to eat the whole world. You give the one on first class the whole world, he eat nothing. Because that trip is going. And I also discovered those who are flying those kind of, they don't carry luggage. They just take one small handbag. They get there, they get out. Those of us who are on the other side, <laughs> you will load it until you have excess luggage. They will not tell you to go and pay. You are frowning. And you check, you don't even know what he's carrying. All that he doesn't need. He carried the whole world. And yet, you have not been able to carry the world on itself. So, a lot of things trouble the mind of a man. Some of you who are seated here, and they are not supposed to trouble you. Because your mind has not been configured to think towards your vision. So you get yourself engulfed around a whole lot of things that erupt fears in you. And because fear has come in, negativity takes over you. And you start looking for blaming somebody that you ought not to blame. 
But God is saying that you should rejoice. I'll do great things. 22, quickly. He said, be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For tree beareth her fruit, and fig tree, and the vine yield their strength. Because they have to feed on this. He's telling them, and God, don't bother yourself about where your next meal will come from. Don't bother yourself about that. Just make yourself an instrument in the hand of God to be an answer to the questions of men. And solve problems. Service. Think of what to do. Wake up and look for a problem to solve. Let your life drive along that path. 23. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. I'm a monk. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he had given you the former rain. Moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Anything and everything you see in life, said Paul writing to church in Corinth, quoted that scripture, 2 Corinthians 18. Everything that you see, they are temporal. Everything is temporal. Not good or bad, temporal. That's why the scripture says God is new every morning. That even in your source, God needs to refresh you, to renew you, so that you remain relevant. So if you continue to rely on your achievement today, by tomorrow, it has become old product. So God needs to refresh, renew you for you to remain relevant in the new phase that we are. You need God in that aspect. So there is nothing that stands to you today that will not give up tomorrow. If only you allow yourself to see tomorrow. The enemy always wants you and I to believe that there is no tomorrow. Oh, you cannot see tomorrow. Oh, this body, you can't bear it. Oh, the no man has gone through it. Nothing that you see that someone has not gone through it before. So that is why you are here. From time, we have started teaching you on how to abase, on how to abound. How to live when you are in plenty. Some of you will have so much. There are some of you that look by saying, I may be this. Ah, I remember when I used to have 20 billion. I remember when I had 10 million. I remember when I used to have this. Now, maybe this. Now, you. Now, you. Maybe you are not properly tutored. And that's why we are teaching you not to be unnecessarily loud. Every time God bless you today, He didn't bless you for you to squander it today. So do you know that those who invested yesterday are richer than those who have millions in their account today? No, just think of it. If they paid you and your friend one, one million in a business and he used eight, 500 or six, six, seven, 800 rather and to buy a land somewhere, keeping 200,000. And then you left your own in the account there. What has happened to the value of your money? Inflation has rendered it impotent. Yeah. So, but the man for the land can sell it on the current rate and stay on. That's why the Bible is, you know, you can't beat, 
all the successful businessmen, they learn their principles from the scripture. Seed time, harvest time, as long as the earth is, it will never cease. That you just have to learn to keep investing. Human life, material things, that's where your money should be. Not in the bank. I'm not trying to run down those who are into business, uh, a banking business. But that's the reality of our life. Those who have invested their money on product, whatever, they can turn it up on the current rate. But your money you left there that you are saving has lost its value. Inflation has cut it up. That's the reality. So, men and brethren, God is at, at, at that's why when, when we give, we are not giving now. We are sowing for the future. We are giving for the future. Are you aware that this work we did December that cost us almost 32 M? <laughs> if we are to repeat it this week now, we'll be spending about 65 million. 65. So what of if we have not stretched ourselves? I mean, we stretch ourselves to get it done. I was just discussing with uh, Minister Eze and Pastor Van. The iron, one of those iron, we buy it, what they call it, in tons. It was 560 per ton. And we used 13 tons. So 560 times 6 by 13. That was the iron work used here. Only iron. So we just made inquiry. Say, <laughs> how much is the ton? They say 1.3 million for one ton. 1.3 in a space of two months. About 800,000 or 900,000 has been added. So now, the next phase, if we have to now do the next phase, as of today, it will be 13 tons times 1.3. Hmm? You have your phone now, you can tax it now. To be getting like 15, 16 million. It was almost the money we used to start the whole work. <laughs> Only iron. They're not talking about cement. They're not talking about marine board. You see, that's what they call it. They call it marine board. <laughs> this one was 18,000 for one. So, now it's like 25,000 for one. And we, we, we used about 320 pieces. So 350, you times it by 25, see how much it is. So if, if, you, if you have carried that money, you're looking at it, they say, I'm a millionaire. I have money. How much do you have? 2.5 million, I can't remember. 5 million, all those things. Then you go into a market now, you cannot buy nothing with it. Can my nothing with it. That's why it's called investment. Investment. So it can yield for you. You put it on human being, train people, not buying shoes and buying gold and buying all those kind of things. Put it on human being, put it on tangible things. Invest. In due season, God waters the earth for you so that your seed can bring forth life. Rejoice. So when God says rejoice, God didn't say if you fold your hand, people are walking, God says we should rejoice and be rejoicing. No. He provokes life into your seed, into your investment. God teaches you how to conduct yourself, how to comport yourself, how to relate to people. These are what will bring a return to you. Your attitude, your behavior, your mannerism. These are the grace that God has put inside of you that will provoke a rejoicing. So if you have been able 
to meet this criteria, you now fall in the class of people God is saying rejoice. It's not saying lazy, people who fold their hand and lazy should rejoice. That's, that's not what it's saying. We must speak the truth in you. So that is why they always tell you the altar. God does not come and eat empty thing in the altar. There must be. Isaac said, the wood, the knife, where is the lamb for sacrifice? So where's the thing God is going to walk with? Moses, what is in your hand? He says, just this. Is this good enough? It is good enough. God needs something from you to give life into it. To water the earth so it can bring forth life. And God, amazingly, God put nobody is empty from the blessings of God, from the gift of God. That's why one of our team is bringing out the buried potential. Some of you don't know what you can do until when you get into the house of God like this. Where you begin to assign you into different departments. And then you begin to see that, oh, I can single. Oh, I can be patient with people. Oh, I can do this. Like a young man who is holding, watching the camera there. You know, at least I can remember when I saw this face, you know, for the first time. Oh, gradually now. If any person have told him before this time that you stand before it, it cannot be part of his. You, can, you may be amazed now. There are some of you that are calling, but they do not know. But the house of God can open you up to that. And God brood on you. Where you hold it, it looks like you have been operating it for years. And that becomes where God blesses you. That's where God waters your ground. That's where God causes you to laugh. You don't, it's not in emptiness. It's not in dryness. It's not in doing nothing. It's not in sitting down. And service over, you go. It's not in waiting who will do this. You must engage yourself. Everything, every time that you ask God to give you a chair, God said, I gave you wood. I gave you that. I gave you trees. Every trees, this thing is a product of tree. Oh, I need it. God gave, I gave you trees. You need to learn how to fall the tree, how to develop a machine to saw it and to give it to the shape. The chairs you see here is from the trees. They didn't fall from heaven. God don't give chairs. He produced trees. The car you see today, everything is on the earth. The gold, is everything, the shoe you're wearing, they are all materials from the earth. So, so God waters it and opens up your understanding, your power of assimilation, ability to see these things that others cannot see and begin to work on it. It announces you. Like what uh, Tolu and his group were doing. That's what assembled. It was, it's called world premiere. They have to premiere that Disney and Iwu. Yeah, Kugali. Yeah. Iwajuya, thank you. The whole world, white people, dark people, all kinds of characters were out there. Because some group of persons decided to stretch themselves. And through that medium, God has attracted those people to them, and they became the, the main people. See the crowd, we're out there, seated, focusing on just some young guys who God decided, you know, they submitted themselves to God, and God opened up the gift inside of them. And as long as they remain that part, they may not be president of Nigeria. They may not be president of the world. But on that part, they will be announced to the world. They are announced to the world. That's how it works. That's how God brings rejoicing. Don't go tomorrow and say, Joel chapter 2, 21 said, Rejoice. I will do a new thing. You see the way that uh, uh, Mark is putting his hand there. You know, his wedding is coming up. Uh, there he said, Pastor said, we should rejoice. Babe, Pastor said, we should rejoice. They, he quoted the word of God. Everybody, they wake up, they quote it, and they, they do nothing. 
The date will come and go, and nothing will happen. God do not lie. God is here in his world. So God acts on what you have made available to God. That's what he provides. Immediately the woman says that the vessel is finished. I'm sure you're aware of the story. The oil he did was seized. The oil is seized. <laughs> Immediately the vessel said, they said, go and borrow it. He said, not a few. He said, not a few. But he got to a point, he said, it's finished. The oil is seized. The oil cannot flow in emptiness. It can't flow in emptiness. So, beloved, everyone got something, like the Americans would say. Stretch yourself out. Whatever you can do. I went to buy fuel the other day, yesterday, and they, my card couldn't work, or rather, they have an issue. I have to go to a POS. A young girl just had an umbrella somewhere with her machine seated there. Now, me, I can't go meet her because I'm in need now. And he said, this, uh, for the money I want, is 400 So, without going anywhere, Start using a handkerchief to be sweating as I'm sweating. He collected, cool. Gave me what I want to charge, charge me there, 400 naira. You can imagine if he does that to how many persons? Some of their own could be five. Some of their own could be 1,000, depending on the volume of what you are saying. So at the end of the day, she could go home with 3,000, 4,000, times it in 24 days. She's making a living. So he doesn't need to wait for somebody where he will be smiling sheepishly to get the person's attention. No. There's dignity in labor. So God blesses everyone depending on your di discovery, what you've made available for yourself. Praise God. So beloved, God said we should not fear. I'm not afraid because I know whom I believe. I'm not afraid because I know what how much of my time I have invested in the matter of God. I know who I believe. Shedrach, Mission Abednego knew who they believe. When it was so tough, God showed up for them. And that's how it is. So what are you investing into? What are you developing inside of yourself? You got to develop something. You got to build something. You just have to. At every level, there is something inside of you that is good enough to put food on your table, put you on the road at any time, pay your bills, put smile on your face. That's how God has designed it. As far as you can see, you can get it. That's what he told Abraham. As far as you can see, I give to you. So we are all operating at the level of as far as we can See, as far we can sacrifice, that is it. So when you see some, uh, is it musician, actors, all these people, all kinds of engineers, name them, panel uh, beta, whatever, all kinds of job, when they bill you, they are billing you based on what they have invested on themselves, the accuracy of what they will deliver to you. That's what you are paying for, and it's not overnight. It takes time to build it. So this is sure prophecy from God. It's, it's, it's as certain as death. And so, but for it to manifest in you, you must make room. You must open up. You must show God what is in your hand. For Moses, it was a rod, and it was a, enough. His rod swallowed. His snake swallowed. It became a snake. 
and the magicians of Egypt did their own. But Moses' snake swallowed up the magician's own. And it was the same rod that he, was, he used to tore the Red Sea into two. So you, you have all it takes to rejoice. That's what God is saying. So do not be afraid of what is going on. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith, by the promises of God. No matter what your location is, God is there. No matter what the situation is, God is there. He said the fire will come, it will not burn you. So the situation to some people is, I mean, it's flaming, but God is in the midst. That's why you are not consumed. And that's why you will not be consumed. If it's flawed, it will not overrun you. Because God is there. If God be for us, that is just it. There is no state of Eldorado. There is nowhere, no nation of the world you are going to run to. There are, you say, there are no killing, no kidnapping, no stemming. Yes, it, you know, the way it is for you, because it's just new to us. We have never experienced these kind of things before. But there are nations, like we go to Pakistan, and it's a daily thing to them. And so they have learned to, to live with it. But in the midst of it, people still, are still sane, and they still prosper, and they are still successful. You know, they're about. So there is no excuse whatsoever why you cannot. But it's a choice. If God says rejoice, you can choose to lament. But for me, I choose to rejoice. If God says you should advance, he say no, it doesn't, the place don't look, it needs to be clear before. That's your choice. Some people will move in that situation. So it's all about you. But God has said it, I believe it. And that will be it. He said, he will water my earth. I believe God. I trust God. for." He said, my crops shall bring forth. I believe that. And I, as God says it, I'm walking towards it. Every day I pray, I believe God. I go out, I walk, I do what is necessary. In my own area. I'm a preacher, so I prepare myself. You know, so that anywhere I'm called, I deliver, I be a blessing to them. And that's where God blessed me. I mean, Minister Eze was with me on Sunday and went to minister somewhere. I did well, and they did well to me. And that just is. So God has blessed me by that means. So if, if I'm called, and I think, well, you can be sure that that door is shut. You will not be there again. So when you have the opportunity, give it your best shot. Produce life into whatever you are assigned to do. Don't do things. People are already sad. Stop making people sad by your attitude and your approach and your behavior. People are looking for life where life will come. Not, there, not worsen their situation by their look. Eh? Somebody say, come and help me fix my broken pipe. You now scatter it more. You now worsen it. You don't even know how you go, how he managed to get money to that. You now worsen. And trying to give me excuse. They killed the bed. Oh, they just called me that uh, uh, this is happened. No, you now you now lost your mind. Now I don't want to know about that. Just don't work. fix my my stuff. So become become Jesus to every people are you see, some of them don't know what you know. That's a difference. Their life is this world. This, every day they know it, this life. And it's falling apart to them. And they are wondering why you are still smiling. Why you are refreshed. Why you are okay. Because the life of a man, I have an understanding that the life of a man consisted not the abundance of that which he possessed. Godliness with contentment is a great gain. I can somebody say they only want to eat and it's okay. <laughs> the, the life of a man does not consist in what he eats. We have that. We have learned to train our system, but they have not learned to. That's where we have an edge, where you become a blessing over their life. You have conquered that area. They are struggling with it. So there's no reason why you should not be flying. 
Praise God, somebody. Please rise on your feet, everybody. And let's give him praise. God says it, believe it, and that settles it, everyone. Amen? Amen. The light will shine in darkness. Amen. The scripture said in Exodus 2 that why they persecute the Hebrew, the more they persecute them, the more they grow. They're not just something working for those people. The more they try to discourage them, the more they are pushing. That's the evidence of God's presence in the life of the people. So when they are saying there is a cast down across the globe, you and I are saying there is a lifting. Yes, if you come to where I was yesterday over to Luke program, you ask yourself, is it the same Nigeria? You just see excitement in the face of people. People dress their well, their best. People are looking well. They say, this and you go to some of these restaurants, I thought they would be empty. You still see people. Right? They feel they are still spending. So look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. Come out of lamentation. And join me in praise. I didn't hear I say, neighbor. Come out from lamentation. Join me in praise. Join me in praise. Join me in praise. Amen. Look at the neighbor again. Say, neighbor, God is not a problem. Walk on yourself. God is not a problem. Walk on yourself. Walk on your character. Walk on your mannerism. Walk on your talking life. Your talking life, the way you talk. Walk on the way you talk. Some of you have used your mouth to cage yourself. I don't die, yo. Things they had, oh. I can't be saying that. That's a spirit. I don't die, you spirit of death will be looking. Who is calling me? Who's calling me? He will start moving around, start dancing around the person. No, 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 no. I'm blessed. Look at that. Say, I'm blessed. I am lifted. That's what you do. You wake up in the morning, say, I'm Father, I thank you, the maker of heaven and earth. Thank you, Jesus. I'm blessed and highly lifted. My day is blessed. As I go out, testimony, goodness, mercy will follow me as I go. My going out is blessed. My coming is blessed. Lord, direct my path today. Lead me to the right place, oh God. Guide my step, oh God. You are my all in all. In you I live. In you I move. In you I have my being. I rejoice in your lightning and your greatness over me. That's how to wake up. That's how to carry your day. Keep doing it. Keep it. Even when you go out, it doesn't look like it. The next day, continue like that until it become part of you. Until it become part of you. It now become part of your life. You'll be surprised what people are looking for. They'll be delivering it to you. What people are paying for, you are getting it for free. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for grace and mercy that found us to you. Be a praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your excellency of your word. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi, Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.